Welcome everyone, welcome to the Jesse Felix Show. I am your host, the one and only Jesse Felix. We've got a great show for you, it's episode two. And guess what? I'm in my 2000, and no, just 2000 GMC Sierra. Coming at you live, driving to the desert, Palm Springs area. On the show today, I'm gonna to talk a little bit about foods, a little bit about my childhood, some crazy stuff that happened today in, in the media got a lot today. First of all, um, I used to be a bully in high school, middle school, elementary school, and preschool. <laughs> I've been a bully all my entire life. It's horrible. And I'm, I'm, I say it as a joke, but it is pretty sad. I'm not condoning bullying at all. I'm not condoning me, like, making fun of others. And But I don't know. I feel like growing up, that was like a defense mechanism because I grew up pretty husky. Never in my life was I skinny. I don't think you would be able to describe me as skinny any type, any time of my life. So it's pretty husky. And, you know, honestly, like in, you know, second and third grade, I didn't get fun of for my weight. And so I found out, you know, just me being a little child, a little boy, a little boy that had a shop in the husky section, I found out that if I, if I attack first... If I jump at this first, if I get ahead of this first, I can win. I can win this thing. So then I did it. I guess what? I started making fun of other fat people, other husky, husky children out there. And I like the power of, um, to be honest with you, I like the power of making people laugh. I love making people laugh. Even today, I love to make people laugh. I'm a happy person. I love laughing myself. It's great. Laughing is fun. But, I don't know, at other people's expenses, yeah, it's also kind of funny too. And so I've been a bully for a long time, making fun of people for a long time. And there's this guy, I'm going to change his name to Nate. No, I'm going to change his name to Ichabod. No, to Philip. And this guy, you know, I grew up in La Quinta. It's kind of like a smaller, it's like a smaller town, but we all kind of, he only went to a couple schools, you know. So I went to Truman, Harry S. Truman. I have no idea. Just know he was president. Nothing. That's it, you know. I uh, don't know anything else about the guy. Um, and I may, I remember this guy, before I was named Philip. Shout out to my friend Phil. It's not my friend Phil, but this guy Philip, he was really big. He was freaking huge. Like, like really, really big. And um, it's like if I was to sock him in the gut. If I was to sock him in the gut, it'd be like my hand going to like memory foam. <laughs> that's that's how big he was. You know, I'm a big guy, but I can stay pretty athletic. I'm pretty nimble. I'm like Chris Farley. You know what I mean? I can't do barrel rolls and stuff, but shoot, I'm deadly out there in the three-point land. Give me a football, it's going 60 yards. You know what I mean? Put a frisbee in my hand, that's 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 going to the moon, baby. But this guy just probably played video games all day. I don't know. I don't know what he did. But, um, yeah, like, he was big in elementary school. He was significantly taller than everybody. And he was kind of like a sissy. So, yeah, I kind of made fun of him a lot. <laughs> but, really, it's not even because of those attributes. I just listened. Just, I didn't want to get made fun of. Dude, middle school sucks, dude. Like, it's a hard world out there. Like... You know, like, it really changes you, you know? Like, if you're a loser in high school or middle school, 
you're kind of like that in life. And it's not even because you want to be. It's like, it just happens. Like, it's just the universe. Not everyone can be the quarterback, the star athlete quarterback. There's got to be some people out there that suck at stuff. Because if there wasn't, then everyone would be winners. And that's a, you know, if everyone was winners, then we wouldn't be, like, competing for nothing. You know, I don't know. I, forgive me if this is coming off the wrong way. But this is just, it's my podcast, you know, so I can do it. It's Jess Felix Show. And I would constantly make fun of this guy all the way until high school. And he would tell on me, and, like, he would tell the principal. And I was a really bad student. I didn't care about school at all. And, um, I don't know, one day, like, we're in football practice, like, freshman football, and we had to run extra because this guy wouldn't run. Like, he just was so tired, he couldn't just, well, he just walked. We got in trouble or something, and we had to run, and so we had to do suicides, everyone's throwing up. It was freaking horrible, dude, like, it freaking sucked. It's the worst ever. And, like, I remember, I was getting so pissed because, like, I never really threw up. But I've never been that tired before. And it was like, not even conditioning. It was just torture. It wasn't like, all right, we're going to do this to get better, fellas. Like, no, we're going to do this because one of your teammates sucks. You know? And I was just in my mind, I'm like, man, what the heck, dude? Like, like I'm already, like, not really digging football that much. Like, I'm not really, like, super hyped to run around. Like, I like, you know, the glory, being on a team, the uniform. You know, like, that's cool. Like, I love the sport, but I don't want to run extra because this guy don't want to run. So then locker room, I'm like, hey, dude, what the heck? <laughs> I'm like, freaking, hey, everything's not normal, dude. Like, you made all of us run for no, no reason. And he goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really don't even know if that was an impression. That was a horrible impression. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually him. But I'm like, dude. Like, we're all freaking exhausted, and we gotta go to school tomorrow, and, like, we're tired. What the heck? He just looked at us like, whatever, whatever, you know, like, I don't care. It's your prerogative, it's your world type of thing, and I was like, dude, what? I'm like, man, hey, you freaking suck, dude. Look at us. We're freaking all tired, and you you really trash, man. Like, it's not cool what you did. You should have just ran a little bit harder than maybe, because, like, the coach, like, made us run more because he blatantly just started walking. Instead of, like, jogging or even walking with your hands fast. You've seen that where, like, you're walking and you're, like, it's like when someone's at the crosswalk and they're trying to go, but they're trying to be, like, nice. So they look like they're running. But they speed up their walk, like, 0.5, but they move their arms super fast like they're running. But halfway through, they just give up and walk the rest. That's exactly what he did. But with, like, like, like a face that's, like, screw you guys. I want to walk because my body's telling me to walk. My body, my choice. Like, and dude, I just was so mad. And like, I don't know, like, I was making fun of him, like, more of like, dude, I'm mad at you. Not like, whatever. Not trying to be funny. I'm just mad. And then I get out, and his mom, his walk, his mom is tall. His mom's freaking tall, too. And I, I get out of there, and his mom is like, literally towering over me. And she was like, Jesse, when is it going to be over? When is it going to be over? And I'm just like, what the? I couldn't stop laughing because it's like when people are so hysterical and they lose like sense of like humanity and they just become animals. You know, like they're just like, when, when is it going to stop? 
just like, I just started laughing, and I knew she wanted to hit me, but if she hit me, she'd go to jail, because I'm a minor, and I don't know, like, everyone just caused a huge scene, and I felt bad, and I went home that day, and I was thinking to myself, man, that freaking guy should never made us run, oh well, and then 20 years passed, and then I said, maybe, you know what, maybe I should apologize to him. You know, I was messed up. His entire life, I was messed up to him. I should probably apologize to him. I haven't seen him yet. If you're listening to this podcast, man, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry from the bottom of my heart. You know who you are. People that grew up with me was in that locker room. You know who he was. I'm also sorry to your mom. You know, I don't know what your mom's up to, but I'm, I'm sorry too for that. It's messed up. All right. Well, got that off my chest. Thank you, everyone, for letting me uh, do that. I'm currently driving on the 10th freeway going uh, going 79 miles per hour. There's a lot of people out here. You know, when you drive the freeway, don't you ever wonder where everyone's going? Like, where are all these people going? You know, like, like, they all got lives. I got something to do. I got my own personal agenda. I have business that I need to take care of. But these people, I don't know what they're doing. And I'm sure they got really crazy stuff going on. I don't know. Also, if you went to La Quinta High School, I want to know who the richest person is out of the 2007 class. Who are you? Who is who is the Jeff Bezos of the 2007 La Quinta High School graduating class? Unfortunately, I got drafted to Amistad, so I wasn't able to finish at La Quinta. I took my talents to Amistad. But who are you? Like, I know, you know, some people have to be doctors and dentists and other things. Some people amount to nothing. They didn't do anything. Some other people just got married and have kids like everyone else. You know, I don't know. Who is the richest, most wealthiest person? And if you're, th- if you're listening to this podcast right now, think to yourself, who is, in your graduating class, the richest, most wealthiest person? You know? You could have been eating lunch next to the next Elon Musk. You could have been sitting directly diagonal in science with Jeff Bezos. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like scientists are overrated. Because when they get it wrong, when they get stuff wrong, it's like, well, hey, you know, science isn't perfect. Like, we're still working at it. We don't know everything. It's like you couldn't do that, like, to the construction worker. Hey, uh, uh, this bathroom is supposed to be on the other side. Hey, you know, I'm still working on this thing. Hey, come on. You know what I mean? You couldn't do that to the doctor. Hey, yeah, we took the wrong leg off. Hey, I'm still I'm still new at this. This isn't perfect. You know what I mean? Like, just be grateful that we were able to do something. But I feel like scientists just say things haphazardly all the time, just whatever. It's like Dr. Fauci, look, I'm not trying to make this political, but he goes and tells us that we should not wear a mask does nothing. He literally verbatim says it does nothing. Then he goes on and says you should be wearing a mask. You're dumb if you do not wear a mask. You are killing people if you don't wear a mask. Then he goes on and says, you know what? Maybe wear two masks. You know, like, I, I, I watched the interview, listen to the interview, he said, yeah, I would definitely, we should definitely be wearing two masks. Maybe even three, because the droplets could get on one part, could get on the mask, but also see through so it's good to wear two masks to protect it. And then I saw this picture 
that had two masks and then three masks side by side, like together. And then they showed the percentage of effectiveness. And one was like 75%, but the three masks was 90% effective. So how do they how do they figure that out? Were they just giving people COVID? All right, wear three masks real quick. Let me cough on you. All right, bring the COVID person in. Sneeze on this guy. Sneeze on him. You know? Like, and then it's like, oh, you know, it's 90% effective. Like, how do they figure out these numbers? And then if I wore a fourth mask, would I be 100% protected? And then why is the vaccine in two parts? Never in my life taken that. Well, I've taken vaccines in different ways, obviously, but like, why is it in two parts? It doesn't matter. They have new strains that are mutating that are going to be worse. So they're going to have to keep creating vaccines for people. I live in California, so Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom, our governor, he um, is getting re- recalled. He's going to get recalled. So, like, I don't know, maybe four or five weeks ago, it was the worst ever in the ICUs. Ever. There's no there's no beds in the ICUs. People are dying on the floor, apparently. And, again, I'm not trying to take it lightly. But if you have double pneumonia and a heart condition and you get COVID, it's going to be tough. I'm really empathetic to that. But the double pneumonia would have got you, too. And just the regular flu would have got you. And that's who's susceptible right now. But, anyways, Gavin Newsom, he just, um, he go ahead and uh, he said, you know what? Go, we're going to go ahead and lift all of it. You know, he's going to get recalled. But suddenly, out of nowhere, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, like, we were at the brink of, like, everyone dying in the hospital. But now, you know, hey, you can open back up. You can have outdoor seating again. But you can't have indoor seating, but you can have outdoor seating, but you can't watch the Super Bowl. Okay. Like, who makes these rules up? Like, we're reading this thing, like, about, out, like, right when the pandemic happened, maybe, like, in November or maybe August, I saw this old thing where it's like, okay, yeah, you can go outside to the park with no more than three families. No more than three families. Not specifying how many people, how many members are in your family. You know, if I was freaking Mormon or Amish, that'd be like a, that, that'd be one family, it'd be like 10 people already, you know? That's 30 people already if three Amish families got together. Or whatever. It didn't specify how many families are in there. But you can go no more than two hours outside with no more than three families, no three households, and you can kick a soccer ball, you can throw a football, you can do all of these things, but when two hours hits, you gotta go back home. Like, is like I don't think COVID is respecter of man. I don't think COVID cares if we're playing for three hours. I don't think COVID is behind rocks and trees in the playground saying, all right. Look at it's watching, be like, okay, three hour mark's coming up, let's attack. I don't know. Right now I'm driving by the windmills right now. I wonder how much electricity they generate. Some of them are going fast, some are going slow. It's the same gust of wind. Is it the ball bearings that are inside? Like, what's up? What's up with that? If you know anything about that, please email me. J.Felix12 at gmail.com driving right now. You know what sucks? I'm on the 10 and a cop closed a police officer, sorry, a police officer closed the freeway on the other side and literally it's bumper to bumper on the other side. A part of me wants to say that freaking sucks and flip them all off. But then I know when I have to go back home, hopefully it's not like that. That really suck. 
You know, like, when they close the freeway down, when they do construction, that's the worst. Especially when they do it at, like, 7 a.m., when every single person needs to get to some place at a certain time, not at, like, 2 a.m., like, 2 in the morning, you know? Like, it's just frustrating. Like, when you're in traffic, and, you know, like, when it's not, like, stop and go, it's kind of, like, kind of nice, and you're kind of just driving around, there's cars around. Being in traffic's not so bad, but it sucks when you have somewhere to go. You, you don't have no idea how many times I've been late to work. Because it's like, when you when you get ready to, for work, you kind of know how long it takes you to get ready. You know, for girls, it's probably a little longer because they got to do their makeup and stuff. But for guys, yeah, I'm in and out 15 minutes. Let's go. But I give myself 30. I give myself 30 to get ready. I brush my teeth. Do all the, you know, all the things. My routine. My health routine. My body wash routine. I do that. I get in my car. If I'm 30 minutes away, that's a solid hour. But when they close the freeway down, it's like ruins everything. Especially if they're counting on you. Like, if you're the manager or something, you got to open the store. Like, do these people not care about what we got to do? Like, could they just spend a little extra money to do it overnight? Like, I get it. It's probably really expensive doing it overnight. But all of us are suffering. All of us are suffering. I don't know. We pay a lot of tax. We should be able to do it. I don't know. Growing up, I used to watch the MTV Real World Road Rules Challenge. I love the show. There's two seasons of it on Netflix, but they're weird because it's like the Inferno 2 and the Duels 2 instead of just starting from the beginning. I don't know why they did that, but I love it because it's like so scripted, but not. It's like real, but re- like it's reality TV. Like I would love to be like on that show. You know what? I really hate Lauren right now. She really pissed me off. Let's vote her off. Let's vote her off, you know, and then just get like different clips of me just scheming behind someone's back. Being like, you know what? Hey, Lauren sucks, huh? Lauren really sucks. Oh, let's see how she performs this challenge. Challenge is over. She didn't put enough jello in the container to reach the yellow line. You know, let's vote her off, guys. Yeah, you're right, Jesse. Let's vote her off. Uh, we picked Lauren to be going to the duel. And the duel is like some crazy aggressive, like, like task that we know that she can't win. Like, I think the sucky thing about those shows is watching it afterwards. You know, like, wow, they really said that about me? That must hurt so many people's feelings. Well, they didn't like me. They schemed to get me off the show this entire time. I love it, though. I love those shows. I was watching Survivor. It's pretty cool. Not as cool as, like, the MTV Road Rules because they're more, like, it's more turbo, it's more charged. Yeah, like everyone's at their prime physical peak. Like, I love when it's like a guy's challenge day. And it's like football. <laughs> or like, one of them was, okay, here's this metal pole. Each of you are going to take turns grabbing one, one by one grabbing it. And when I blow the whistle, you're going to go ahead and try to rip it from the other guy's arms. Whoever can take it away from the other one wins. And there's like $150,000 on the line. Like, the guys just go at it. They're just like, what the- just dragging each other around. It looks like they're going to break each other's arms. I love it. One day they're going to, you know, maybe like in 50 years, maybe 20 years, TV will just get so real. And, and medical, like, science will just progress so much. Where it'll be like, it'll be like, oh, okay, here are two butterfly knives. What you'll do is 
you know, open the butterfly eyes. First one to stab each other in the neck wins. We have a doctor on site, like in the movie Elysium, that'll heal this person. Just go in the healing chamber, you'll be healed. Like, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Or like going in Inception. Would it be so cool to buy like the Inception briefcase? Like, I looked on it for so long, like on the internet, to find the Inception briefcase. All I wanted to do is make the sound and then press the button and let juice, the liquid go through the things. That's all I wanted to do. Like, God, that'd be so great. Like a nice mahogany briefcase. Looks like a regular briefcase, but I open it up and there's like seven strings, seven like wires that pull out of it. And I press it, it makes a sound. It'd be awesome. I love the idea of Inception. Like, you go in, it was a military training thing where you practice killing each other. Man, we had that. But, you know, Christopher Nolan just jacked the hyperbolic time chamber from Dragon Ball Z because that's what it is. You know, it literally is. If you go and watch Dragon Ball Z, you know anything about the hyperbolic time chamber? It literally is the briefcase. The hyperbolic time chamber in Dragon Ball Z was where you go in there. I forgot the the time but one day equals 10 years or something in the hyperbolic time chamber and like the gravity's heavier so you can train you get faster stronger better you know I, I forgot what the ratio is like every minute is two days or something when you're under you know asleep in inception you know what's crazy interstellar Christopher Nolan likes like time based things Tenant it's the same thing but they're great movies. I haven't seen Dunkirk yet. Don't spoil it for me. I want to see Dunkirk. I'm all in, you know, just so you guys know, I'm all into, like, Nazi stuff. I'm all into, like, Hitler and, like, Hitler science. Um, Operation Paperclip is crazy. I'm reading a book on that right now. So, if you're not interested in Nazi stuff, you should be interested on it. Adolf Hitler and Nazi science has progressed humans in different ways. I'm not condoning. Obviously, it's horrible what he did. But did you know aspirin was developed through the Nazis? The company Bayer was a Nazi-owned company. Yeah. Also, quick fact, you can look this up, totally true. If you like Shasta, not Shasta, Fanta, in World War II, obviously, this great country of America that we live in, we developed the greatest drink of all time, Coca-Cola. Germany likes, you know, Germans like Coke. Everyone likes Coke. Who doesn't like Coke? But in World War II, we cut those guys off. We cut the Nazis off. We're not shipping you guys Coke. So they developed their own recipe for Coke, and they called it Fanta. It's not the same Fanta we know today, because that that'd be crazy. But it's um, yeah, it's different. It's like Coca Cola. Fanta now is fruity and and I don't know whatever. But Fanta, they developed it. It's crazy. Check it out. Google it. Wikipedia. You have the power of your fingertips. Guys, this has been a great episode. I got to get going. Got a lot of busy stuff going on. Appreciate you guys. More to come. Special guests coming soon. See you later. Till next time, this is Jesse. Godspeed.